Hello, I'm Chris Neeland, host of a new podcast, Cult Brand Secrets, brought to you by The Gathering and Evergreen Podcasts. The Gathering is a Forbes top-rated business summit and a masterclass for brand and business leaders looking to reap the benefits of cult-like adoration. Each year, The Gathering brings together disruptors from around the globe to learn from and to celebrate the leaders behind iconic brands like Marvel, Skittles, Beats by Dre, Yeti, and the Dallas Cowboys. For the first time ever, this podcast will give you access to some of the exclusive business leader learnings from the gathering's past events. Re-listening to Brandy's speech that she gave at the Gathering 2019 is one of the reasons why I'm so excited about doing this podcast series. You know, her presentation was incredible. In 30 minutes, she articulated the essence of why Lush is such a cult-like brand. And frankly, I don't know why more people don't put Lush in the same category as, say, uh, Ben & Jerry's or a Patagonia or a, a Swell Water Bottles. When we're talking about brands that have masterfully adopted social justice platforms and almost behave more like charities, than corporations. We should all take more time to learn about Lush. And more importantly, we should apply what we learn to our own businesses. In this podcast, you're gonna hear Brandy tell her own personal story about how she went from a customer to an employee to now the head of their brand marketing. She is a true brand evangelist, and I can't imagine any manager or any CMO or brand leader listening to Brandy and not thinking to themselves, I wish I had people on my team who are equally as talented and as passionate and as committed to our company as she is to theirs. As she's gonna share, she has been so loyal to Lush because Lush is a values first brand and their values align with Brandy's personal values. So when your company is that overt about who you are and what you stand for, then you're gonna attract a different type of employee. People who are not only qualified to do the technical parts of the job, but are capable of becoming ambassadors who contribute in really unique ways to your business's success. So have a listen and see if you're as impressed with Brandy and with Lush as I am. This short episode features some excerpts from Brandy's talk at The Gathering, which I highly suggest to those of you who want to know how you can turn your brand into a more powerful community. So to hear more about Brandy's values and her passion that really fuel Lush's culture and support and care, check out Cult Brand Secrets Premium. By subscribing to our premium plan, you'll gain access to full presentations by the most well-known brands in the world from the gathering's past events. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for joining me here to learn a little bit about Lush and hopefully to learn a little bit about how you can take some of our practices back to your organizations. So I'm Brandy, the brand director for Lush North America. I am here to chat with you guys today about how to brand like you give a damn, how to give a damn in business today, and how if you do give a damn and it's real, your fans will build your brand for you. 
So I'm going to give you a quick high level on the brand before I dive into sharing three main principles that I hope you can take back to your organizations and do some real good. So Lush is a British brand. You guys uh, know that I work for the North American partner of the, the global brand. But it's a British brand, and we invent, manufacture, and retail bath, body, hair care, and skincare products. So in the work that we do also, we are a values-first brand through and through. We also challenge conventional cosmetics in the work that we do, and we also campaign for a better world. We always have been a hippie brand, and we always will be. Additionally, uh, we have had an incredible cult-like following, which is why I'm here on the stage before you today, of loyal, what we call Lushies. And these folks have truly helped build the brand that we have today. Something that's important to note is that we, as a brand, engage in very little traditional advertising, very little traditional marketing. We're just starting to dip our toe into it a bit now, and absolutely zero market research up until this stage, which is probably very interesting for all of us marketers in the room. So the first principle that I wanna share with you guys is this idea of Stan. And what I mean is stand for something. So at Lush, absolutely, we are in business to do more than sell soap. And that is because we believe it's the right thing to do and because our customers hold us accountable to that. Even though we've been a values-led brand, it was very recently that our founder, Mark Constantine, articulated our purpose, our why, our vision. And he has essentially defined our why as to create a cosmetics revolution to save the planet. It's not gonna be an easy feat, but every decision that we make in the business builds towards this. So how do we intend to create this cosmetics revolution? And ultimately it's through leveraging our, our cult-like following. It's leveraging that fan base that we've been able to build. And it's staying true to who we are. I think an important thing to note about standing for something is that if you're in the room today and you work for an organization and you don't stand for something today in this moment that you can clearly define, it's never too late to pick something and to stand for it tomorrow. And also you don't have to be perfect to take a stand on something. What you need to be is transparent and honest about how you're taking steps. So the second principle that I wanna share with you guys that Lush has leveraged that I hope you can too is this idea around innovation. So don't be afraid to disrupt that space through the products that you're actually bringing to market. What you're looking at here is a solid shampoo bar. This little powerful bar is the equivalent of using three 250 milliliter plastic bottles. You know, those shampoo bottles that you guys all have in our showers at home. Three of those bottles is saved from hitting landfill if you use one of our shampoo bars. Equivalently, in the amount um, last year alone, from the production of these solid shampoo bars, our customers saved six million plastic bottles from being produced at all. The second way that I want us to innovate our products is through our, the way we all give. I'm sure most of you guys in the room today have products in your lineup where a percentage of the proceeds go to an organization of your choice. Often it's a very small percentage. So I'd encourage you guys all to innovate in the way that you're giving. How did Lush do that? Well, we did it through this powerful pot here. This is the charity pot. It's a hand and body lotion where 100% of the price of this product goes to grassroots charities working in the areas of animal rights, environmental protection, and human rights. So that means that we've donated since the product was invented $36 million to 2,600 organizations. There are 2,600 organizations out there loaded with people in 47 countries that are telling the world what Lush stands for. The third way that I would encourage you guys to innovate through your products is actually to create products purely for social change. 
So there are 14,600 orangutans left in the world. How insane is that? And so Lush produced 14,600 pieces of orangutan soap. 100% of the proceeds of that soap go to buying rainforest uh, land in Sumatra that we can convert back to native forest. And interestingly enough, one of the biggest culprits of the deforestation that's happening in Indonesia is the palm industry. And Lush is a player in that industry. The soap industry is one of the main sources of seeking palm oil. So as soon as Lush discovered this many years ago, we immediately reformulated all of our soap bases to take palm oil out of our soap bases. So you do have to be bold and you do have to be brave. And like I said, you don't have to be perfect to educate um, and to enlist people in making the right decisions and with their purchasing power through what they're buying. So how does Lush disrupt the space that we're in? Well, we have shop fronts in over a thousand locations around the world, some of the highest foot traffic areas around the world. These shops provide a huge opportunity to educate. So what we do is actually use our retail space as giant protest placards. We use our 25,000 sales associates as on the ground activists. And we use our products, as you guys saw, to educate and raise funds for groups who are gonna to continue to do the good work when we have to go back to selling soap. And an integral part of our, the success of our campaign and all campaigns, of course, is that they are either employee or consumer led. So these topics are bubbling up to us from our staff, from our consumers, and they're often the ones that we're showcasing and communicating um, the messages through. It is the right thing to do to lend those platforms to the people who move your business forward. But what we do at Lush is, of course, we give a platform to our staff and to customers. We empower them, we give them the tools, and we give them the space to be their best selves. Ultimately, that's what we want to be doing. So I would implore you guys all to take a stand, if you haven't already, to innovate in the products that you guys are bringing to market for social good. I would encourage you all to disrupt the space that you're in, you're not gonna build a cult like following playing it safe and empower your people. And if you do, you too will be able to wrap up every year thanking them for building the brand for you. Thank you guys. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. What we just heard from Lush and from Brandy is really a masterclass on leaning into the cult brand principle of picking a fight. Their stances for animal rights or against harming the environment and the things that they do to champion for marginalized groups of people, all of it is just wildly impressive. I love how Brandy said that their stores are really platforms for social change and their 25,000 employees are really more like activists. You know, another hack that I got from Brandy's speech 
was how they call their fans Lushies. That is such a great way to become a more customer-centric organization. Give your customers a name. You know, Star Trek has Trekkies. The, the Grateful Dead fans are deadheads. The Green Bay Packer fans are cheeseheads. You know, if you really want to dial up the enthusiasm that people have towards your brand, then give them a group that they can join and give it a fun name. And finally, I really like how Brandy counseled with us to not worry about being perfect before we make a stand. You know, Lush unapologetically mixes politics with bathwater, as she says, and uh, they know their business isn't perfect in regards to their carbon footprint or some of their business practices, but they're still publicly declaring how they're trying to be better. I don't think that people demand perfection from us, but they do want to see progress. And we should all find more productive ways to vocally proclaim what we're fighting for and what we're fighting against. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed these curated parts of Brandy's presentation. I highly recommend listening to the complete episode by subscribing to Cult Brand Secrets Premium. Subscribe or learn more at cultbrandsecrets.com. Once again, this is your host, Chris Neeland, and you've been listening to Cult Brand Secrets, where we explore the great speakers and insights shared at The Gathering, a Forbes top-rated business summit. Learn more about The Gathering at cultgathering.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please rate and review us on your podcast app. It really helps. Cult Brand Secrets is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Learn more about our podcasts at evergreenpodcast.com. Special thanks to Connor Standish and Laura Winter for their assistance in making this podcast possible. Also, I'd like to thank our producer and audio engineer, William Pritz, as well as executive producers, David Moss and Bridget Coyne. I'm your host, Chris Nealon. Thanks for listening. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.